friends, welcome to Holistic Health Made Simple, where you will find health solutions to set you free from the overwhelm of diet culture and frustration with the ever-changing health rules. We go beyond the calorie and diet dogma to equip you to be healthy through simple changes to real food, mindset, and lifestyle. Hey, I'm Jolene. I'm a nutritional therapy practitioner, wife, furry guardian, and non-bendy yogi. Like you, I spent years chasing skinny instead of health. I finally learned that I needed to take a holistic approach to health and give my body what it needed to thrive. If you are ready to find a health plan that is tailored to you and your current health, solutions that are broken down into simple steps to make it easier to implement, results that are undeniable like more energy, improved mood, better sleep, and fat loss, this is the podcast for you. Pop in those headphones, take a deep breath, and let's get healthy. Hello, hello, let's dive in. Let's talk about food. You know, that thing that we have to eat every day. Life would be easy sometimes if we didn't have to think about food and what it is and how it's affecting us and how our body reacts to it. But unfortunately, we do. But once you start finding things and learning more about your body and learning how to listen to your body, you will figure it out and tailor it down to the foods that best work for you. Now, there's two categories of foods I like to look at. There is real food and processed foods. The foods you eat will either make you healthy and thrive or will make you sick. Now, you might say, well, I eat the junk food and I'm fine. I'm not. I'm healthy. Now, it could depend on how often you're eating that junk food. And it also could depend on how much buildup there is. Eventually, it bites you in the butt. I don't care who you are. Um... In different ways. We don't realize how much impact the food we eat has on our overall health. It's never discussed with us. You go into the doctor, you take your blood test and they hand you a prescription, not realizing that you can just switch a lot of the foods. Now I'm not saying don't take the prescription, take it. Use the food to support what's going on in your body and there's a great possibility you can get off the prescription depending on what the situation is. So let's start and dive in basically on processed foods first and why they are a problem. Now, I'm not saying you're never ever going to eat processed foods ever again. I'm just going to put that out there. But processed foods are made in a lab. They're scientists. They're called food scientists. You know, clever name, huh? But the basic goal and their job is to make sure that food is so tasty and almost addictive They add things in there that are chemical-based to enhance everything so that you keep wanting more, that you keep coming back for more and buying more. Well, because, you know, it's a a way for them to make money. And it's not, not saying it's a bad thing, but it's not the way our body processes it. When we eat real food in its whole form, our body knows what to do with it. It comes in a complete package. It generally comes with the minerals that go together and work together. It comes with fiber and the sugars or the carbohydrates. Um, The meat comes with the fat. It comes as packages that our body needs all sides of to deal with properly. Now, um, there are a lot of people saying a lot of things out there and there's a lot of advice. Uh, Carbs are bad. Carbs are good. 
You don't need carbs. You need only carbs. You don't need meat. You need meat. It's conflicting for a lot of reasons because when somebody switches to these diets, <clears throat> their body all of a sudden is getting real whole foods in their form. No matter if they've eliminated carbs or only are eating carbs like in vegetarians and beans and stuff like that. Um, and that is where the health comes from, is from the eating the whole foods in the package. Because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not picking on vegans or vegetarians or plant-based, but the ones that truly get really healthy are not eating the fake foods. They're eating things that come in nature. <clears throat> no matter if we're omnivorous, carnivorous, vegetarian, vegan, but the proof is in the real whole foods and eating what foods your body thrives off of and learning to adapt when your body needs something else. Well, you'll hear me say that a lot. If you get into that diet dogma, you will get stuck because your body will, as it's healing or changing or aging, you might need to add things in that you didn't need to eat when you were losing weight or whatnot. You need to make sure that you're getting in the macronutrients, the micronutrients, and the phytonutrients that your body needs at that particular point in your life. If you're perimenopause, menopause, um, or cycling, you need different things. So we need to make sure that we're eating foods that support our body. Now, over the years, you might find out that you had done some damage by eating all these other foods. That's the carnivorous plan is all plants upset their stomach. They're killing them, yada, yada. I will go into that fiber whole thing in a different episode, but, um, what it really is, is a lot of the damage we did from processed foods or overdoing too much fiber um, has damaged our guts because our guts are not healthy anymore and we've developed leaky gut. A carnivorous diet is the ultimate elimination diet to let that heal. That doesn't mean you have to stay on it forever, but there's ways that you have to add it back so that you don't um, have the reactions that you had before. So not... Without getting too much on topic, you want to stick to real whole foods in their natural form. Their natural form comes in this complete package. And it is not the same when people try to complain, I mean compare, excuse me, a item like an egg and the chemical makeup of that egg to chemicals. They're not the same. Unless you can figure out how to make it a natural form of those chemicals in the exact makeup of that egg, it's not the same. And you can't convince me otherwise. One's in a lab um, and one is from nature. And getting it in its whole form, when you're eating fruit, it has the fiber. The fiber blunts the glucose. So start looking at things and eating things and switching and making this switch to real foods. I like a 90 percent whole foods 10 percent whatever it's up to you and what you want to do but switching over and making the majority of what you're eating to real whole foods is going to be the most impactful thing you can do while you're figuring everything else out so the question is is what are is the power of these whole foods besides what i just listed off i've got a short list here you from switching over to real whole foods, you get increased energy 
It helps improve digestion. It lowers the risk of chronic and metabolic diseases. See, big, big one. Um, it helps maintain your weight and improves your mood and enhances your cognitive function. And it is sustainable because there's no processing or packaging needed. So it's actually very good for the environment. Um, so what exactly is real food? We'll go into a little definition there. Foods that are close to their original form as possible. Think of whole foods, no packaging. We're talking about fresh fruits, vegetables, animal proteins, um, nuts, seeds, healthy fats. Uh, when I talk healthy fats, I'm talking olive oil, avocado oil, or avocados, full fat, cow, sheep, or goat dairy. Um, think, think of things that grow in the ground and things that eat things that grow in the ground. Or like if you're going on a walk or a hike, you're not going to see fish sticks and cupcakes. You're going to see berry bushes, apple trees, and cows. Or fish swimming in a stream. The nutrient density and bioavailability. Now that's a big word, I know, but that means what we can actually absorb of real food is so impactful, we don't want to not eat real food. Real food comes in a neat little complete package. I said that before. It comes in this neat package and it's meant to be eaten in its original form with the fiber, the vitamins, and the minerals inside. Um, <clears throat> so you might be uh, wanting some tips on how to identify real food in the store. <clears throat> you know, most of us don't go foraging and hunting. We go to the grocery store. So when you're at the grocery store, Stick to the outside edges. Other than paper goods, olive oil, spices, there's not much you're going to need down those center aisles. <clears throat> the outside edge is where you're going to find the fresh produce, the meat, the poultry, the fish, the dairy. Learn how to read labels because sometimes, you know, buying a packaged food is inevitable, but make sure you know how to read those ingredients so that you know what you're putting in your body. You want to have a simple ingredient list, a short ingredient list, add avoided sugars and preservatives. It's up to you to know what you're putting into your body. So start learning about it. <clears throat> One of the biggest tips is local in-season produce. It's always going to be fresher and more nutrient dense than produce that's been shipped from far away. We're in a society now where we can get food from all over the world any time of year. In the dead of winter, we have berries and tropical fruits. We wouldn't normally have that before the advancement of shipping. So we want to try to eat as in season as possible. Um, our bodies also will thank us for that because those are going to be the most nutrient dense. So that might mean in the winter time you're eating more tubers and um, winter squashes and stuff like that versus, you know, mangoes. Um, check out your local farmer's market. Now, I live in Southern California right now, so we have farmer's markets year-round, basically, but I know in some places you have them in the season. You'll find locally grown fresh produce. You'll also find meat, eggs, dairy, and poultry from little small farmers. So, like, let's, more, let's support the small guys, and they actually generally produce things in a very environmental-friendly way because they are smaller farmers. You can ask them how they grow their food. It's it, They love to talk about it. It's kind of fascinating. I'm, I'm sure you'll love hearing how they are a regenerative farm or how they feed their poultry or their eggs. Or I mean, the, feed their eggs, sorry. Feed their chickens. Um, and, or how they grow their different fruits and vegetables. It, it's kind of nice to talk and, and get to know your local farmers. And try your hand at growing some vegetables. 
you know what? I am a container gardener. I grow on concrete in containers. You don't have to have a lot of land to have a small garden in the summer and the spring. So try it. And then cook at home. Try to cook at home the majority of the time. I know we like to eat out. I'm with you. I do too. But try to eat at home as much as possible so you can control the ingredients. But also remember, healthy food should be super tasty. Don't neglect adding in some healthy fats that brings out the flavor and spices and herbs. Your food should not only be healthy, it should be tasty. And herbs add to the health. So does the healthy fats. It's the building blocks for all our cells. So don't neglect that. I know we're going to have to have a long talk on fats, especially those of us that are in the 40s, 50s and up because we have this weird fear of fats that we were brought up with. But So let's wrap up. I want you to try to switch over to real food as close as nature made it. With a little bit of planning and knowledge, you can easily make that switch to 90% real food. Remember, if you stick to real whole foods most of the time, your health will see a significant improvement. You'll also see that your mood, energy, sleep will also all improve. Until next time, friends, I will see you later. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you found value in what you heard today, I would be incredibly grateful if you could help spread the word. Sharing is caring after all. Share the podcast with others that will find the information helpful. It's through your support that I can continue to grow and bring more amazing content. And if you have a spare moment, I would truly appreciate it if you could leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. Your feedback means the world to me, and it also helps others discover my show. I read every review and take your suggestions to heart, so please don't hesitate to let me know what you think. Remember, you can stay connected with me by following me on Instagram or visiting the website at holistichealthmadesimple.com. I love hearing from our listeners, so feel free to reach out, share your thoughts, ideas, and even suggestions for future episodes. See you later.